The Joe Rogan Experience is sponsored by Fleshlight, the number one sex toy for men. Go to Joe Rogan's website, JoeRogan.net, and click on the Fleshlight logo on the right side. Enter the coupon code ROGAN and save yourself 15% off a Fleshlight. This is a special edition of the Joe Rogan Experience. This was recorded live at the Death Squad Comedy Show at the Pasadena Ice House. Part two of this podcast can be found on Death Squad. Go to iTunes and subscribe to Death Squad in order to hear it, or go to DeathSquad.tv. And now here's part one of the Joe Rogan Experience live from the Death Squad Comedy Show in Pasadena, California. The Joe Rogan Experience. Doesn't have to go up in between it. Are we doing a podcast right now? Yeah. God damn, little Lester's here. We're at the ice house. This is our first podcast from the ice house. Shouldn't you just put that thing down on a table? Yeah, it, it hears everything. It hears everything. Yeah. Can people deal with that? It seems I mean, like it's you're uncomfortable. Oh, that's Maybe right. you should like, it Maybe like this. Yeah. yeah like, what happens when you do that? Does it pick us all up? Is that good? Check. Try it. Right there. Is that good? Yeah. Okay. This is the first time, folks. You thought the, the setup at home was unsophisticated. Did you see what we got here? We just got this little Tascam MP3 recorder, and Brian's rocking the Beats headsets, and little Esther is uh, standing witness to this whole thing, this whole catastrophe. Little Esther out there rocking your own podcast these days. Tell the world about it. Oh, yeah, I have a podcast with Brody Stevens. What is it? Uh, it's we just talk about positive energy, <laughs> basically. And Brody talks about various breakdowns he's had throughout his twenty-year Hollywood career. Wow. Yeah. What it's did you guys? What's it called? It, what is it called? Brody and Esther. Yeah. Brod? Brod and Esther. That's what. Why he not wanted. Brody? I don't know. He wanted to mix it up a little. He he actually he actually, he actually said what, what a crazy person. Brody Stevens is so awesome. I love that guy so much. But how crazy is that? He wanted to make it hard to find. But did you did you know? Yeah. Right. Did you know he hates being called Brody it. Stevens? Though? I don't like it. Why doesn't he like Brody Stevens? Because that's not his real name or something? No, it's his Stephen real name is Stephen Brody. Yes. Stephen Brody Stevens. Stephen Brody's real name. Yeah. So his, his fucking parents named him Stephen Stevens. Yes. That no. sounds like someone who was like a replacement singer for Kiss. Like one of those replacement guys. Oh, Remember yeah. like Vinnie Vincent? They did call him. George. It is Stevens. No, it's Stephen Brody. It's his real name. Brody's his real last name. Oh. But he renamed himself Brody Stevens to be like to sound more like a baseball that makes player. Way better sense. He renamed himself Brody Stevens to sound like a baseball player. That's what he said. Yeah. What? Stephen Brody doesn't sound like a baseball player. <laughs> Stephen Brody sounds like Hank Aaron or something. You know, it right. totally sounds like a baseball player. You know, like who's that guy that had the giant forearms from from back in the day? He was a a, a, flip, a, a baseball player, a very famous guy, rugged jaw. God damn it, Pete something? Not not Pete Rose. Uh, I'm never gonna remember this motherfucker's <laughs> name. Sports. Played for San Diego. Whatever. Oh, Caseco? No, 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 not Jose Caseco. Is that is that baseball? Yeah. Brian actually said this on the last podcast. He said, you know, some famous singer just donated a little shitload of money to Bank of America. This is the famous singer. Warren Buffett. You <laughs> know, <laughs> Warren, Warren Buffett. I don't know who Warren, Warren Buffett. Who's Warren Buffett? The super gigantic billionaire, philanthropist, uh, fascinating guy. 
And you confuse him with Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> yeah, but, but I don't know what, like, did he own a company that Sitting I should know? away again, Margaritaville. <laughs> that's who Jimmy Buffett is. Yeah. Well, I know who Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett is. I don't know who Warren Buffett is. You said, that's well, what introduced it on the podcast. What, you said yeah. that he was a singer. I did. Singer. Oh, I did. I told you. Do you do, you do that? Yeah, like but do you guys 12. know? Do you guys know? Did you just call me 12? Yes! Come on, bro. That's hilarious. Did, did you, you, that's hilarious. Don't you guys do that, though? Like, you, you'll, like, go to websites, and you'll see news items, and you're just kind of, like, glance at it real quick and be like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, right. that's interesting. And only, like, one out of four times, you, like, click on it. Yeah. That's what that was. That was one of those where I'm like, whoa, that's weird. You know? And oh. I just saw Buffett. I don't know who he is. I don't even know who Warren Buffett is. But you thought it was a famous singer. You thought a famous singer would donate money to Bank of America? I thought, maybe. He's got a lot of money. Dude, there's this terrible article I read today about Bank of America and the derivatives. They're trying to pawn off their derivatives into some FDIC-insured bank or some shit. This is scary. It's like $74 trillion. I don't understand the whole thing. I don't understand derivatives at all. I don't get... I don't, I don't know what the fuck all that exactly means, but what they're trying to do is pawn it off so that uh, the taxpayers are going to have to foot the bill when all this comes crashing down. Wow. It's so dark, dude. These guys are so blatant about it. And even in the middle of all this Occupy Wall Street shit, it does, it does not seem to matter. It's like they're still just thieves. Yeah. So scary. Just fucking hookers and thieves, man. We're like, our whole system is like, you know what it is? This is really what it is. If you allow someone to get away with some shit, then they want to get away with a little more. If you allow them to get away with a lot of shit, a lot of shit, like steal billions and billions of dollars, and then they say, okay, everything has to be fair now. They're like, yeah, right. (laughs) Like, how do you go from being able to afford fucking billions and billions of things. Have you seen some of these people's houses, man? Some of the heads of these... Oh, my God, dude. There's this place in Connecticut. We're here live at the Ice House, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, show going on right now, and this is the pre-show chatter. Josh McDermott getting off the stage. A big round of applause. Apparently, he was quite entertaining. Good audience here over at the Ice House. Always a good audience. Always great audience. If you ever go like to the Hamptons or like in places in this place in Connecticut where they have these fucking monstrous hedge fund estates. I mean, estates where people made literally billions of dollars out of money. They made it moving money. Like, you don't even know what that, what does that even mean? Right. They made it lending money and borrowing money and, and betting that money was going to fail. What's up, buddy? Oh my Josh God. McDermott just joined us. What's up, oh. Josh? What's up, What's everybody? About the financial market, which is like a perfect subject to uh, get into right before you go and stage <laughs> and make people laugh. Depress you. Oh, the world's fucked. Let's get on stage. Oh. Did you watch the Qaddafi video? No, I, I have not seen any of the Qaddafi stuff. Fucking dude. What it's, happened? It's really crazy. And this is what I said on Twitter. And I said... The, the thing that's at, the only thing at, that um, it's weird about the, the video is it's really hard to see what the fuck is happening right like, while you're watching it it's like really choppy and I said that the video is as chaotic and out of focus as life seems to be these days as the world seems to be these days because it really is like that it seems like the world is just crazy shit is going down like all the time and when you watch this Qaddafi video you're like like wow this is like indicative of like how I view 
the world. When I see, when I hear about the news, when I hear about drones slamming into fucking buildings and missiles coming out of the sky, and you know we got to go save the Libyan people from Gaddafi. Why? Because Gaddafi wants to adopt a gold standard. He wants to base his money on the gold dinar. There's a whole documentary on it about like the reason why we're going into Libya has nothing to do with protecting anybody. They right. just they they wanted to be able to save their money, and then Libya's got a lot of oil, so it was a win-win situation. They're like, all right, saddle up the boys, let's do this. Who are we send in first? Right. You know, what do we do first? Who do we give the green light to? And then today they capture him, and they have him on top of a fucking car, and they're shooting him and beating are him. Are you fucking There's serious? Blood all over his face. They're I punching not, him oh and kicking God. him, and they're holding him down with shoes. Who is this? Like the people? Oh, the, the rebels. The rebels. Oh, the they rebels. caught him. They, right. Dude, they caught him and they shot him to death. They caught him, and you know the, the government's trying to say that he got hit with a stray bullet. Happy horseshit! Right. He was alive. There's, they show him in this video Are you walking yeah, around, he was like pleading, and yeah, stuff. walking around pleading, and the, the rebels, these young rebels, had him. They just start beating the fuck out of That's him. That's fucking. Wow. It's, but it's really Sweet. weird. Just, you gotta pull it up, man. Pull it up on your phone right I, now. Uh, I don't want to. Okay. Did you hear? Did you no, hear? No, pull, your, pull, it up, pull it up on your phone so you can contribute to this because it's so bizarre and it's it's like a razor phone did it. It's like, it's like really, really shitty quality. Like, Yeah, why don't they have iPhones out there? Yeah, we, we send them missiles, apparently, but we won't send them iPhones. <laughs> but did you hear what they have him now? They have him in like an industrial freezer, like in a shopping center, and people are coming by and taking pictures of him. Oh, that's That's the latest sweet. that I heard. Whoa. Like his dead body's like sitting on ice in someone's freezer at like a restaurant or something. Oh Does they have a Twitter God. page yet? <laughs> you can do it right now, man. Right? Gaddafi's body. At Gaddafi's body. Uh, don't feel so good right now. Gaddafi. How do you even spell Gaddafi? Gaddafi. G A D A F F I. That's the. There's a Q in it sometimes. Yeah, what's the deal with that? You I know? don't understand it. Gaddafi. Well, it's all phonetic, obviously, because they're. That video, that photo that dude drew was so amazing. Sorry. Amazing, right? Oh yeah. my god, that yeah. was. I, t- so I told cool. him to start selling posters of it, and then I'll announce it, and then yeah, uh, so yeah, he can yeah. make some cash. Give him the money. Yeah. yeah. What we're talking about is some some guy. Uh, what is this thing? What does he go buy online? Uh, it's comfortable sweats or something like that. Yeah. Or, 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 uh, Comfortable Sweats. I Some think that's his website, ComfortableSweats.com. And he wrote it. Oh, sorry. That's me doing that. Uh, I'm the loser. He he wrote an amazing, or drew, drew rather, an amazing uh, portrait of the podcast. It has every everyone. single yeah. every single there's person. There's a little of me. I couldn't believe it. There's no Josh McDermott. Yeah, that's bullshit. Fuck this yeah. guy. Josh, you, you, you're on a TV show on TV land. And it's funny, right when I was announcing you on stage, I couldn't remember if it was uh, 45 or 40. Uh, it's neither. It's thirty-five. Ah, uh, see, I would have fucked that both. Up. It doesn't matter. Yeah. What is the show? I haven't seen it. What's that? What's it's the show called? Retired at thirty-five. Oh, retired at thirty-five. Yeah, I saw uh, an ad for that. Who's in that? George Siegel and uh, Jessica Walter. The lady George played. Siegel. Who's George Siegel? He was on. Uh, well, recently he was on that show, Just Shoot Me. He played the old guy. Oh, right, 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 right. I did an episode of that. Yeah, he's, I did an episode uh, of that back in the day. I remember that. Yeah. And then, of course, he he was nominated for an Oscar for uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Oh, really? Yeah, he was, like, in that. He was one of those dudes. Like, the dude's a badass. Oh, yeah. cool. He's just, like, a cranky old guy, but, like, that fun cranky, you right, know, right, not, right. like, where you're like, fuck this guy. Like, he's, he's really fun. super cool, but just, like, so set in his ways that, like, we're done by, like, two in the afternoon every day. It's great. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's, that's nice. When you get a good director and a good lead actor that can force that kind of shit to happen. Yeah, yeah, I worked yeah. with Jim Burroughs on uh, News Radio, and we were in we were in early, but we were done by three every fucking day, period. Whack, boom, bam. That's great. Chop this. You come in here, go over there, move this. They just, they have it down to a 
fucking science. Yeah. Because if the, the thing about sitcoms is if you if you have an inexperienced director, like a friend of mine is working on a sitcom right now, and it's a first time sitcom director, and she's saying this is like is every day 16 hours a day it's just devastatingly retarded because they nitpick over every single detail and there's no one particular voice that gets to sort of direct the whole ship yeah and so it's a catastrophe every day at work is these long well what if I'm not into that I think what if this what if that and they just sit around and ponder what the fuck is going to happen and it takes hours and hours to shoot every scene yeah the, the, the thing about your uh, show is that you just got picked up by, for a second season, and nowadays that's like an award-winning thing right there because yeah. the most shows don't even last two episodes nowadays on, nowadays on Yeah, they, they ax it right away, and so the, I, I, I honestly felt like we were lucky to get a second season. Yeah. So we're, we're back at work now, and it's, it's great. Joe, I saw Zookeeper last night and actually enjoyed it a lot. It reminded me a lot of uh, <laughs> Night at Museum. I don't know if you ever saw that, but it was a better, better movie. Let me ask, ask you something right now right if you were telling me this right. in real life you were right. saying I enjoyed Zookeeper you'd be so much more relaxed why don't you take a deep breath why don't you take a deep breath oh, why don't you take a deep breath why I don't feel relaxed right now you seem like you're a little like like uh, you're uh, too much too caffeine. wound up too much of that caffeine drink I just yeah, had you're a little right. too yeah, wound yeah. up you know how you get you yeah. know how you get well the the thing I, I, I wondered about though is that the only thing I didn't like about the movie was the weird creepy TGIF Friday uh, advertising in the middle of the movie. Like, really? That, did that bother you? Yeah, it was. It did. I think both of us were like, "Wow, this is ridiculous." That there's like a TGIF Fridays commercial in the middle of the movie. That's interesting. I never really thought about it. But and I can see how you could look at it. That and way. they made it like the most coolest TGIF ever. They had like pool tables and foosball tables, and I'm like, "Wait a that's second, not real. that's not a real TGIF Friday." <laughs> Um, you didn't think of that though. Like, no, I don't, I don't that? give a shit. At this point in my life, I don't give a shit. But it was a good movie. Uh, was so, that... I have so much to think about. The last thing I want to ever think about is why is this TGI Fridays? <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, TGI Fridays must have spent some money. What do I give a fuck? Right. That's how I look at it. You know, it's like they're not hurting anybody. They're not raping babies, as far as I know. When you sell their shitty burgers. When you were at that zoo, though, did you get to like hang out with I those, didn't, those? Well, I didn't or, get to go. No, no, I wasn't. None of my scenes really were in the zoo. Oh. I, we filmed one day there um, but I forget, I forget it was it was a locational thing but um, most of my scenes were either in a park or uh, they were dancing all right you did you were a good dancing, dancing by the way yeah, that was yeah, pretty sweet and, and and I like Kevin James man he's, he's very lovable like as a as an actor and, and, and like there was a lot of shit uh, People talk a lot of shit on Kevin James and like these movies and stuff like that, but he's such a he's he's easy to watch, you know. Yeah. Like he's a good, he seems like the average guy. He's you know? a nice person, he really is. Like as a human being, he's a very nice guy. We've been friends for a long time, you know, and uh, it's kind of weird because uh, he's real religious. He's super Catholic, and you know, obviously I'm not. You know, obviously, uh, I mean, from, I'm saying obviously to you, but to most people that know me, I don't. I, don't, I mean, Catholicism to me is way more believable than mushrooms so the things that I've seen on mushrooms are so much more fucked up than anything I could ever imagine Catholics coming up with I'm not discounting anything but it's just it's clear enough to me that it's all horseshit. but to him he need you know he has a, a deep desire to be a good person you know and that's one of the reasons why we get along so well he's He's a funny guy, but he has a deep desire to be a nice person. And one of the reasons is because he's seen a lot of people that aren't nice, you know. And he's 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 also been involved in martial arts like a, a big chunk of his life. And Kevin's been involved in like like real street fights and shit. He's actually he had actually didn't get into Canada once. 
they uh, were holding him at the border because he had a street fight on uh, like his record, and the Canadians were like, you know, you can't can't be coming over here, you know, Jeez. beating people up, you know. So I relate to him on a, on a lot of levels. We're very different in a lot of ways, but he's a He's a real good dude. He'll probably never do the podcast. It's just way too fucked up for him to be associated with fake pussies and weed and all the crazy shit we talk about. It, it was weird seeing in that movie because knowing you, your character in that movie was a definitely like if if that if he would have done that to you in the like in the movie you he confronts you at this bar and I'm thinking right. in my head that would never happen. Joe would have fucking kicked his ass right there. He wouldn't have been like whatever and walked away or something like that. Where they well, exactly we, like you a, know, in a movie you have to figure out a way to get out of a scene. Right, but it was weird seeing you in yeah. the, like a, a a version of yourself to a little bit higher maxed out a little at some points, but then <laughs> yet out a version of myself. But I was a super not. douchebag. Yeah, super it was weird. Ridiculous douchebag. And those falls on the uh, that you did on the bike, those were real falls because yeah. it that was crazy, man. The falls were a hundred percent unplanned. What did you hit? And real. Like it well, seemed like you were just like well, riding it's a your bike. scene. Okay, we're right riding our bikes, and as we're riding our bikes. I'm supposed to be trying to do things to him. I'm grabbing him, I'm right. hitting him with things, and I'm holding on with my left hand, he's on my right hand, and because of that, when your, your left brake is your front brake, right. and if your left brake is your front brake, right. when you hit that brake, uh, you go fucking right. flying over the yes. handlebars. I didn't even think of it. Yes. I didn't think it would be that big of a deal to just right. hit one brake. Right. It's a fucking oh, huge yeah. deal. You go flying. Yes. So I am whipping him with this thing, and I fucking flew over the handlebars. A couple times but, they showed, yeah, it, on the, they showed times. it on the credits, too. Which well, was, one time was that yeah actually twice was because of uh, the, the the handlebars and one time was just a skid going around a corner and I just lost it and I think he's pretty crazy though the the fact that the, the main character in the movie uh, Kevin James but that that he didn't immediately go after I'm sorry that the gir- the girl that he worked with she's fucking beautiful that what's her name the the um the chick that worked at the zoo, the 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 black girl with the, the I think she's black, Mexican maybe. Oh yeah, <laughs> goddamn. Okay, how am I not, how am I spacing on her name? She's, she's unbelievably gorgeous. All smoked. Yeah, she she was gorgeous in that movie. Uh, yeah, she's way hotter. But I think we probably just assumed. You know, I got a new phone and I can't find the fucking Google feature. Oh, Taurus. So you're supposed to ask Siri. Rosario Dawson. Thank you. How the fuck did I forget her name? She's yeah. so nice. And she was like super nice to my kids too. She was like a real She's sweetheart of a Gorgeous. Human. The whole time I'm sitting there going, fuck that in, in blonde chick. That girl is hot. Well, I, I wouldn't say that either because no, in, in no. real life, that blonde chick is fucking oh, no, hot no, too. No. She's hot too, but her character in the movie was not a hot character. Yeah. Uh, well, she was cunty. Yeah, that was the difference. Yeah, but like I'm saying, like he works with this hot chick every day. That's nice to him. Why yeah. wouldn't he? I don't know. Well, Brian, it's a little thing called a movie. Anyways, I, <laughs> I, I enjoy, based I, on real life. I, I appreciate I, your passion. I, I enjoyed the movie. I, I, I thought it was good. I thought it was a good movie. Oh, it was a very, me. very fun movie. Uh, not fun movie, but just a good movie. Here's, here's the problem with that movie. You can't just have animals talk. I had no problem with the talking. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. No problem at all. I thought it was great. I thought the gorilla was great. I think I there should have been a good. reason. If I had to, if I had any input on it, I would say, man, you're giving people a reason to hate you. You're having a movie with talking animals in 2011. Kids gotta like, love that. Gotta, uh, kids are gonna love it, but you gotta, there's gotta be a reason why the animals can talk, man. There's yeah, but gotta ki- be some I new think, scientific I think that, invention. I think that movie was made for kids. <laughs> a monkey in the head. That yeah, movie was, it's it's not for adults, you know. I, so it was, but it had a lot of adult comedy in it as well. I'm gonna check on the show. You know, go ahead, get in there. Brian just left us, panicked, panicked, and so, ran away. To Sean and he's this is a podcast. It's going on right now. 
You talked to who? I talked to Sean about the passcode. Oh, the internet. Oh, no, we're good. You're good? Yeah. Uh, we're good. Hi, how you doing? What's going on? How's everything? Are you next door? So, Joe, I think you might be next. Uh, Where Brent, the fuck is that Brendan Walsh? Brendan character? Walsh is at Occupy uh, LA, I think. What is he doing, that fake hippie? <laughs> he said he was going to be here before 9, but it's 9 10. You want to call him? Uh, you know, no. phones are for calling people. No, I, I, I told him that you'll probably go up and just skip him if he gets here too late. So. Well, let's call him and find out where he's at. All right, so let's call him on speakerphone. Our friend Brendan Walsh, ladies and gentlemen. See, what, what this is right now is um, we just started doing these little shows here at the Ice House in Pasadena. The Ice House is probably the oldest comedy club in the country. Probably, right? Existing? Yeah, it, it's, it's got to be pretty close. Apparently, this it's on its 50th year. It opened up as like a, like a sort of a theater club and then eventually became a comedy club uh, somewhere around the 60s or the 70s. But it's like it's not just a comedy club. It's like a fucking museum. It's hey. really an amazing hey. place. Where hey, Brandon Walsh, where are you, fella? I'm, I'm still a few minutes away. A uh, few minutes away? Right. Like how many minutes? Um, I should be there in under... Uh, I don't know, I just got to find parking. I'm like just a few blocks away. Oh, a few blocks away. All right, hurry up, bitch. Hurry up. All right, All right okay, bye. Show's going to fucking talk about that. <laughs> 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 if that, any of that got to him, I hope it did. It's a really good crowd. It's a good crowd? It's a really good I went up first and I was nervous. Well, it was so good. The next show well, starts. Well, you should be nervous. Look what you're working with. <laughs> The next show starts very uh, these savages. Soon. You're so working with these animals. You should be nervous. I know. Yeah, Esther. It's hard for you. Is it hard for you with your um, style? I think you're very funny, but um, your style is, um, you know, it might be. Is it a difficult style to start off a show with? Yes. I yeah. feel like I'm best, like, t- way towards the end, or, you know, obviously, like, in the Once middle. Once people right. get going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it funny how we feel like that, like, as comics, that there's, like, there's spots you, like, you know if you go up first, man, your first five minutes are almost like a yeah. giveaway. Yeah. They're, they're not going to get laughs. You can't go deep with them at all. They just you got to sort of, just sort of pick up the funny. It's almost, for folks at home, it's almost like a conversation. You know, if you met someone and right away they started being obnoxiously funny, you'd be like, whoa, what the fuck? I don't even know you yet, man. That's such a good comparison. Every once in a while you do a show where you go up first and they're hot from the get-go and that throws you because you're like, you're like, oh, it's going to be like this every time now. Now it'll fuck you over. Man, it's so, it's weird how different it is sometimes. You'll get audience, like people, Bill Cosby has said, you know, it's it's never the audience it's always the comedian which I think any any generalization like that is always silly yeah. but there's well, a big goddamn difference yeah there is huge I mean, difference there's some comics though that suck and then they blame the audience so Felicia Michaels hi what are you doing Felicia Michaels just walked in on the podcast she doesn't even know what's going on Felicia there's a podcast going on <laughs> yeah well okay okay look, bring her over here tell her okay Come on, Felicia, come over here. You're going to go on stage. We're doing, this is the new thing we're doing. We're doing like a podcast live at the Ice House. Wow. And so all the comics, yeah. like as they're sitting around before they go on stage, after they get off stage, they're all going to, we, we'll sit sit around here and shoot the shit. All right. So little Esther's here, and now you are too. Do you need prep time before you go on stage? Do you have well, prep time? I have a couple of new jokes that I'm going to Do you got to go over them? Yeah. So you need, uh, mm-hmm. need alone time? Uh, yeah, just a few minutes. You want to, oh, Brendan Walsh is here. Yeah. Do you want to prepare... 
Um, do you want uh, little Esther and I to help you prepare? Would you like us to get you in the mood somehow? Yeah, how are you going to get me in the mood? What can we do? What can we do to get you in the funny, know. funny mood? Your jokes are dirty, aren't they? She's yeah. a dirty girl. Look at her. Sorry, I like that. That's right. But she'll go up after. Yeah. Okay, what well, we have to do the next show? We have to be out by 9:45 in the next show. By what? It's 9:10 right now. That's ridiculous. Why do we have to be out so early? Huh? Why do we have to be out yeah, so early? at 10. So why can't we make that show a little later? Yeah, 10. Uh, we can, I guess. Make it a little later. Like because later. did we start this one late? No, no. No, it's on time. No, I've been stretching to get for him. Oh, this motherfucker! Hi. <laughs> I heard you were at Occupy LA, you fake hippie. What are you doing? You're barnstorming? Oh. Uh, Did you go to any of the Occupy events? No, but I am I'm fascinated by it right now. I'm absolutely fascinated. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first time was at night, which was kind of weird because it was really surreal with all the tents, and then right across the street were all the Michael Jackson media trucks. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's kind of creepy. Yeah, it was kind of creepy. So where are they, um, where are they... For folks who just walked in, Felicia Michaels has joined us. Yay. Uh, she co-hosts the uh, Joey Diaz's uh, podcast. Uh, yes, Beauty, Beauty and the Beast. Beast. Beauty and How'd the you guys Beast. come up with that name? <clears throat> we were trying to struggle for a name, and we were getting a little happy, and, and Joey's just like, fuck it, Beauty and the Beast, and then we dabbed, and that was it. <laughs> <clears throat> That's it? That's it. There's no great story behind it. Why do you just go with Joey and Felicia, or Felicia and Joey? Because uh, Beauty and the Beast just kind of worked. Rolled off the tongue. But you have to say duh, D A Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Because yeah. yeah. it came out of Joey Diaz's mouth. I just saw that you guys had an animated thing on your uh, iPod, iTunes. It was really cool. Like Somebody oh, made a, it? Oh, somebody yeah. made a cool little short cartoon of oh, them talking nice. and driving and stuff about her getting some good dick recently. Yes, uh, yes. well, that was a while ago. Are you still getting that good dick? Well, you know what? I, I, uh, I had broken up with someone and then I went on a bunch of dates. And then I uh, uh, I went out with a guy and I thought I'd throw him some and he was kind of like a like a marathon runner shrivelly guy and and then and then he took his pants down biggest cock I've ever seen in my entire life it struck me dumb it was like, <laughs> like how big it was like you know deep throating a double double <laughs> it was huge so how many inches would you say it was I uh, it was it wasn't that it was the longest one it was just like it was it was both yeah it was just yeah a cocaine. Yes. So, what, what could you compare it, was it to? Like two coke Honestly, hands. like a pool cue, like a okay. It was the like blood two. Of a pool cue. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was That's, like this. Like that, that seems obnoxious. No, it was like two Red like, Bulls stacked upon two each other. Two Red Bulls. That's <laughs> what it was like. Serious? <laughs> Holy oh, shit! No. I don't like there was a dude <laughs> when I used to. Um. No. No. Yeah. Bring yeah, Felicia yeah. Michaels up. Oh, okay, yeah. And then bring me up. Um. Uh, when I was in uh, my Taekwondo days, there was a guy named John Dong. That was his actual <laughs> name, John Dong. And he was a uh, mathematician, a professor at MIT. And he uh, was uh, a Taekwondo guy, too. And he'd come in. He was the weirdest guy. Had this crazy hair. And he was real weird looking, almost like a character. And he had this ridiculous horse cock. He was like the nerdiest, weirdest, like scrawniest guy who was like super uncoordinated. Like when he would get out to them, he was like super enthusiastic and a, but so in his own head. It was really hard for him to express himself physically. He was just a real super mathematical genius freak with a dick of death. 
Really? This fucking hog between this. Sorry, I banged that on the ground. <laughs> this hog between this guy's legs was like a fucking snake. It was like this. It was like the inside joke uh, amongst everybody that trained there. It was like whatever you do, want to feel good at night. Don't go look at it, fucking John Dong while you're getting dressed. <laughs> his, his name was Dong too. Like the whole thing didn't even make sense. Like that's his real Dong? name. Was he John Asian? Dong. Was he Asian? I don't know what he was. He was a mess. He had a lot of things going on. But he had a giant horse cock, that yeah. guy. <laughs> he was a math professor, too? Yes, yes. <laughs> I personally think that they should tattoo all men with big cocks. That's what I think. Tattoo them? A, a warning? Like a star wrist. mark? <laughs> like a vampire so uh, glyph? <laughs> I think all people should be tattooed with size. This way you could kind of know they're you know, wasting time. This is a very annoying thing when someone can't take it. Yeah, but then women, as you get older, you'd have to cross that one tattoo, get another one. <laughs> Audience of one. <laughs> now, Esther, what what's the show you're going to be on December what? December eighth. Six. It's December sixth, and it's on Fox. Yeah, it's called New Girl. It's a, called New Girl. So she's going to be on that show. So everyone should watch Just that. One episode. It's not. But I'm playing a teenager, and I'm with. Uh, she's playing a teenager. She's forty. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you now? Twenty three. No. Twenty three. You're still getting teenager roles. Yeah. You could totally pull off fifteen. It's so creepy. I if know. you wanted to work for the cops, you could totally bust pedos. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. Could, yeah. Oh my God. It's everybody's yeah. dream. You would be the star that. on that fucking Chris Matthews <laughs> yes, show. What was exactly. that show called? Uh, to catch a Predator. To catch a predator. <laughs> but then he got caught by it. Yes! For fucking no. Yeah, but he was just banging some chick. Cheating on his wife. Yeah, he was cheating on his wife. He wasn't banging oh, really? a kid. I thought she was young. No, no. she was younger. She was in her 30s. Oh. Wow. He's like in his wow. 50s. Yeah, but he got caught on Hidden Camera, which is so fucking karmic and ironic wow. this so guy makes all of his money. Pedophiles getting together. Yeah. Getting back at him. Well, the whole thing is just so... Fucking CD. Now you guys both saw each other in New Orleans, right? Yeah, Back yeah, then. yeah. That was fun. Yeah, what, were you there just doing your own shows, or? I was there on a photography uh, trip, and then uh, I went down there, and we went to see Burlesque afterwards. Yeah. And uh, what do you think of that? Because Joe has an opinion on that. But well, what did you I wanted to see it. I, you know what? This is how I feel about Burlesque. Burlesque to me is kind of bullshit. It's kind of <laughs> like you know, because there's strippers and then there's burlesque. To me, it's kind of like comics and sketch guys you know what I mean yes. like stand-ups and sketch people right I, that's how I kind of feel about burlesque it's like oh yeah it's ironic <laughs> you know what I mean but yeah. let's bring it let's bring it that's yeah it's not a real like. strip show yeah. it, there was one talented uh, group remember the girl that got on the guy's shoulders and they were doing the hula hoop yeah. thing it was pretty intense no, that you know? was it was cool. very Cirque du Soleil cool. but then it was followed by a girl who was built like a Denny's waitress who uh, danced around and slowly got naked. In the introduction, the guy gave a fucking disclaimer about beauty coming in all forms. It was like, it was the weird, it's like he gives this disclaimer. I'm gonna bang this thing around, I'm a retard. He gives this disclaimer about the shape of the body, right? What was it? Do you remember the disclaimer? Oh, no, I that was the guy with the weird voice. Yeah, right? but he had like a whole affection going on, a crazy mustache, and his whole thing was that he was like an old vaudeville carnival barker, yeah, you know? Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Yeah, like right. a really weird voice, like he'd been eating too as much pussy. As long as the talented, the, like what was going on was good, was really fun, it would have been a cool show. Because everybody was jazzed up, everybody was looking to have a good time. And when the things were cool, like the people with the, there was a guy who got on, a girl rather, who got on a guy's shoulder. She stood on his shoulder and they all had hula hoops all the way down on their arms and on their body. And it was pretty wicked. The way they balanced it all out, it was pretty wicked. Yeah. You know, you got to think, okay, that's something impressive. 
But then there's this girl, the Denny's waitress, who just gets out there and dances, and she's smiling like she's on top of the fucking world. And you're like, I don't get this. What is going on here? You're not even doing anything. You're just dancing. The, the song's not that good. If it was on my radio, I'd fucking change it. And you're just dancing. And I'm, I'm supposed to, like, be into you dancing for, like, five minutes. At least have a Grand Slam breakfast or something like that. <laughs> there was nothing, nothing about it that was fun. There was nothing special. She wasn't doing anything acrobatic. She was doing, like, a normal dance, but taking a little bit of clothes off every now and then. Well, the thing is, like, sex has just gotten so outrageous. Like, how, like it's really hard to look at burlesque anymore because you're expecting some wow kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Sex has just gotten too outrageous. Like, I saw on... Or access to it, right? Or access to visual sex. people just doing too much crazy things. Like, I saw on uh, um, the Huffington Post where they had a, posted a video and an article about this couple in Bakersfield that were skydiving, and they videotaped themselves yeah, having, having sex. sex. Oh, my God. That's, what? like, that's Yeah, and crazy, they got in trouble right? for that. They got in a lot of trouble. So here, I have Why are they in trouble? Yeah, what was that? You're not supposed to fucking space? Yeah. <laughs> I, it has something to, no, it has something to do with... on crops. It has something to do with the, the, the airplane pilot uh, can't be around things that will uh, make it distracting for flying an airplane. Meaning, like, that's like a job, like, no, you can't be having people having sex on the plane because that might distract you. And this is like, what they having sex in the plane? They started on the plane and they jumped off. But see, I have practical questions. My practical question is if you're a chick and some guy is having sex with you, Mm. and like, how do you keep it lubricated enough as you're free falling at Mm -hmm. 200 miles per hour? You gotta use Astroglide. That's a good point. You gotta use Astroglide. Or Pete. During a heat wave, when the ceiling fan is on low, I can barely do it. <laughs> like 200 miles per hour. That's terminal velocity. Yeah, that seems it does seem dangerous. It's a very good Felicia, point. He's going to call you right up on the. Uh, he's not done yet. No, he's only doing 10 minutes. Please. Well, I'm going to say he's going to. He's he's the one that's going to call you on the stage. Uh, okay, so um, but I was. Well, all right, Felicia Michaels, we lost her. We'll get her back. We'll get her back. We'll get her back. Hey, Al. She'll be back afterwards. Get in here, Al Magical. Al has a crush on Felicia. Yeah, Pretty yeah. obvious. Yeah, Pretty obvious. We called him over to the podcast. Like, yeah, yeah. Let me uh, talk to Felicia. <laughs> maybe she'll, her. maybe she'll touch my shoulder or something. And I'll get a bone or something to concentrate she's on tonight. Pretty hot. She's she was so in uh, Playboy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in Playboy. Yeah, she's a Playboy centerfold. Felicia was uh, a really hot comic at one point in time. She was doing really Still well. Hot. What are you talking about? No, listen to me. Don't interrupt me ever. I'll kill you. <laughs> she was uh, really like doing well at one point in time, and then she took a long time off. She got married, had kids, and took a to long a time off. Major man. You don't have to fucking t- spill the guy's guts on this fucking podcast. Oh, I did it again. Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, 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 wait. Every time I do that, it makes noise. Um, but um, the point is, it's cool to see her back. Like she quit for years. For yeah, years. she was good. She yeah, was she's real good. I mean, she was known. She's legit. Yeah. Yeah. Major headliner. Yeah, she was like, yeah, I remember watching her on TV before um, I think I ever got on TV. I'm pretty sure I saw her on you know one of those MTV half hour comedy yeah. hours or something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, and that, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, before I ever got on. So she was um, she was doing real good back in the Disney. Then stopped and then started back up again. But she was also one of the chicks that I mean, chicks. She was legitimately hot. I mean, yeah. she is legitimately yeah, 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 hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though she's older, she's still hot, and she's she's really interesting. She's like a real nice person. You know? She's always been a, a real like nice to be around person. Very friendly. Voice of an angel. And she's got like a dirty act, but it's so honest. It's like so obvious. That that's how she really thinks about things. You know, it's fun. You know what I mean? It's not like... You know how... There's certain girls that are trying to be dirty, 
not you, little Esther. Don't get paranoid. There are, you know how it is. You know how girls are. They'll yeah. try to be dirty just because it'll yeah. win the crowd over. To say the word vagina. Ha ha ha. Stuff yeah, like that. but it's like that's not really what they're thinking about. You know how that it becomes like it becomes weird. Like there's a guy like Joey Diaz who can get on stage and talk about fucking anything because he's really thinking about that and this is how he really feels. And it might shock you, but you know you can't do anything about it. You just gotta accept it. She's one of those. She's like that too. It's just how she really thinks. And she can take two Red Bull vodkas stacked up cocks. Supposedly. And, supposedly. Supposedly she could take them. We saw that she saw it. We don't know how she handled it. <laughs> well, she uh, said on the on the Beauty and the Beast podcast video, she said that she was sore from it. Oh, so. my God. Oh, yeah. That means you just put her in her butt. Oh. <laughs> Esther, you been getting any hard cocks lately? No, Whoa. no, no. Hey, easy with this. <laughs> what the fuck there, Brian? Huh? Come on, for real? So, Al, you have a so podcast, too. How's it going? That's how you talk to your friends? <laughs> Brandon Walsh oh, is back. Oh, 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 oh. Brandon Walsh is back. Yeah. Kept it tight. Hi, Brandon. What up, dog? Not much, dog. How are you? Good to see you, pal. You just got off stage. Brandon Walsh returns. Good crap. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, yeah. From uh, we had a good fucking time, dude, in um, wherever the hell we were, Houston. Yeah, that was fun. Ontario. Come on in here. Oh yeah, Ontario. Come on in here, fella. Oh wait, is get close to that. That's a podcast. Oh, podcast right now. Oh shit. Brandon Walsh is in the house, bitches. I'm in the house, bitches. Just got my drink tickets. So I'm gonna be funny on the next show. <laughs> shit, bitches. This is how old I'm getting. I have to use 32 point text on my iPhone, or I can't see it. My eyes are slowly starting to go, man. What's the matter? Oh, I'm only listening. Now I got the headphones. I'll be responsible for this. This fucking sound is terrible, and it's going to be a shitty podcast. We're going to have to run this through a computer to make it sound acceptable. <laughs> really, it doesn't. It doesn't sound good at all. No, it sounds alright. I didn't even know. This you is could what I need to see. Point. I, I didn't even know that. that was a possibility. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Oh wow. That's, that's good. That's how I'm doing it. It's better that way. How yeah. can you do that? You got to go into accessibility under the general settings in your iPhone, and you can make your uh, text really big. Because I can't fucking read it, man. I don't ever try to read my phone when I'm in my car. Yeah. That's how it's that you what you have is on standard. What I did is I jacked my my visuals up. My vision for like you is 2020. Like I can see completely clearly if you're not, you know, if it's not right in front of me. But when it's right in front of me, my my vision sucks. Oh, so you're far sighted. Yeah, well my friend Steve said that as you get old, that's the first thing that goes. Mm-hmm. The, he's an ophthalmologist. They yeah. said as you get old, the first thing that goes is your your brain your your eyes ability to change like focus from distance to close. It just can't do it anymore. Oh. In a isn't it funny how when we get older also we got a buddy Steve who's an ophthalmologist? <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, I got a buddy who's a dentist, this guy I know named Joe, who's the biggest fuck up of any of my friends and is now this dentist. And I remember I did a show in San Diego and he's like, hey man, I'm gonna go do a bump in the fucking green room. And he's in there and he's a, he's a fucking dentist. Uh, That's hilarious. He has access. He goes, what do you want? Do you, like, do you want Well, they can access? get medical cocaine. Dude, he can get, like, I mean, he has access to, I feel like, everything. Have you ever read uh, Dead Doctors Don't Lie? No. It's a great book by this guy who was a, he started out like a veterinarian and was realizing that we do all this different work to prevent diseases in animals. This guy's very controversial, by the way. Just I don't, I don't even remember his fucking name. But uh, Dead Doctors Don't Lies, his book, and he his idea was that we always fed all these animals minerals and vitamins to protect them from disease. But how come we don't do that to people? 
Hmm. And then he started looking into the idea that the medical system really doesn't have that much information when it comes to nutrition, and really what they're set up to do is fix problems. They don't really know what's going on, you know, what, what causes your shit to fail. They just know how to fix it once it does fail, and they don't give you enough preventative information. And he found so many doctors that had a, a history of abusing substances, and he started looking into how many doctors, like, can prescribe themselves or have mm. friends prescribe all kinds of wacky shit and then how many of them died and he, he had one story about a doctor in his book about a doctor who uh, in the middle of an operation the woman was opened up he stepped out of the room for a second shot up into a fucking bathroom and OD'd oh, and fuck. died yeah <laughs> like apparently you know like doctors have like some doctors obviously yeah. and this is by the way this book was written in like I think it was like the late 90s or the early 2000s so you know it's not that long it might be different now I mean it's 11 no, years no it's not different it because Ooh. nerd I know nurses are notorious for you know, and they wrote that show about it with Nurse Jackie. Oh, but yeah. like, uh, we, my parents had this company where we employ medical professionals to work in all these offices. Right. We had countless numbers of nurses that were uh, breaking into the medicine pill popping. Nurses are the biggest fuck ups ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, dated, I dated two girls whose moms were nurses. It's like it's like should I become a fucking. Uh, Beautician or a nurse, like it's like the last two. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, they're on oxycontins yeah. and shit like that. They have access, and so they're breaking into the medical cabinet. And we, they're just junkies. It was. Uh, I was watching an interview online today about this uh, woman who worked for pharmaceutical companies, and in it they were talking about how many pharmaceuticals get onto the black market, mm -hmm. and that they don't all come from people going to CVS in the middle of the night and robbing the place of all their, uh, you know, no, their, their medical. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's corrupt people, doctors. People, yeah, and they were also talking about how the influence different doctors and I already knew this because my my uh, wife's mom is a nurse ah. and so <laughs> oh, shit. she's a nice lady yeah. they're not all fucked up she's a nice lady <laughs> but in all fairness I just had to say that she's a nice lady uh, but uh, she um, worked for this doctor and they were always getting taken out by pharmaceutical companies and pharmaceutical oh, yeah. companies they would take them out to a nice dinner and they would pay for everything yeah. and then they would be like Yo, well Butrin oh they're a wonderful company mm -hmm. they treat everyone well, they're yeah. out to help you. The next thing you know, bam, you're on some pill because they, you know, you had see a nice how hot steak. those pharmaceutical reps are. Like if you go over, because I was staffing all these offices and I was in there a lot. They're fucking hot chicks. They always make the hottest chicks go in there. Hot little mercenaries yeah. for the fucking government. Those cunts. <laughs> you hot chicks. chicks. Those are Hell hot horrors. Yeah. You can you can trope them while you fuck them. <laughs> they're, yeah, out, yeah. they're out to no good. Al Magic really are. So no that's good. in part one. That's in part one. Uh, and then do it to part two. After yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll come back. I got to go on stage. And uh, we got another show coming out. This is uh, live at the Ice House, bitches. This is how we go down. Everyone's here. Josh McDermott's here. Brendan Walsh is here. Al Magic is here. Little Lester's here. And I'm here too. Felicia Marcus is on stage. I gotta go. The Joe Rogan Experience. The Joe Rogan Experience was sponsored by Fleshlight, the number one sex toy for men. Go to Joe Rogan's website, joerogan.net, and click on the Fleshlight logo on the right side and enter the coupon code ROGAN to save yourself 15% off the number one sex toy. Fleshlight. Part two of this podcast can be found at DeathSquad.tv or on iTunes. Please subscribe to Death Squad.